0: Welcome to another Clock Tower Recap. I'm your host, Ellie. This recap will cover the events of episode 23 through episode 25, the Shattered Mirror arc. As the agents attempt to come to terms with what seems to be the first time they've ever failed a mission, Rock is both frustrated and angry. I shouldn't have stopped paying attention. They stand up as they always do returning to the clock face to start a new mission. When they do, the clockwork above their head groans in protest, and a massive gear falls from above and slams down beside the giant hourglass. And the mirror shatters with it. All the noise of the gears breaking above stops in unison. Within the shattered pieces of the mirror lies not other worlds, but straight in the cracks between them. And what appears to be a myriad of strange and horrible creatures that reside there. Rock is adamant that they need to find their next mission, that that they don't fail. Jaeger seems to be slowly falling into despair. Sam is apathetic to the entire situation and almost believes like this is deserved somehow. Reagan, however, hears what seems to be distant music coming from somewhere above. After silencing the rest of the team, and a quick casting of guidance from Sam as help, he begins to climb up the fallen gear to the top of the hourglass, as the rest of the agents stay down below. Rock, after seeing Reagan climb the gear, attempts to follow them, yet slips off, calling up to him. I don't want to let you do that alone! alone. Jaeger, however, is still trying to find a way to fix the mirror. But upon touching it, his fingertip begins to crack like glass, splintering slowly up his body. His panicked breaths draw Rock's attention, who turns and attempts to console him. Ye- ye- okay, Jager, it's gonna be, it's gonna be... As he shatters to dust. As they stare down at where their friend once sat, Rock hears a crackling sound and realizes that the cracks from the mirror are slowly beginning to extend across the floor. As Rock attempts to tell Sam to climb up the gear of the hourglass, yet Sam... Mm-hmm reaching the end of their patience with the team. I will come, I will with, come. You, with, you, with you. Don't touch, Don't touch me. me. After failing to be able to get up the gear, realizing that they may not be able to make it up, things begin to set in for Sam. As the cracks of light are beginning to get closer and closer, they accept Rock's help. I have little legs. Have little legs. Let me, help, Let you. me help, you. help you. Together, they both begin climbing up the hourglass, needing Reagan's help to reach the gear suspended above. Rock makes sure that Sam makes it to safety, but almost doesn't make it up themselves. Come on, Come on. Have, to have to live have so I can so be mad you. at you. Rock makes it. And together, the three remaining agents begin climbing their way up the broken clock tower. The cracks of light following on their heels the entire time. Upon reaching the top, the three find an almost liquid metal ocean that hangs suspended above the gears. The team realizes they only have one way to go. That's up. However, upon touching the water, they fall upwards into it as if gravity had suddenly reversed. As they are thrown about underwater, deep under pitch black, storm-like waters, Sam creates a line of lights in an attempt to help all of them gain their bearings beneath the water. This however causes the turbulence to stop and let them all see that they are floating in some sort of space surrounded by stars and innumerable worlds. They can also see the surface of the ocean. they are floating in. However, on the way up, Reagan can't help but note how familiar this place is. It's familiar to the sands in the hourglass. Climbing onto a white sand beach, the team looks around and realizes that they seem to be standing on a lone island, teetering on the edge of a chasm into the abyss. The ocean around them, a cosmos that flows outward and finally over the edge like a giant waterfall. But on this small island pathway there's a a path that leads to a small door and on that door are the words watch repair sam checks on the others yet all rock can say is i need answers sam agrees but only because there are more important things to worry about at the moment upon reaching the door reagan whispers please help please help Hoping that whoever is beyond the door will be able to fix this, or at least help their team. As the team enters the room, they find it's filled with pocket watches that are all the same styles as the agent's own. A small person, about Sam's size, glides around the room effortlessly in a wheelchair, before eventually noticing them. They introduce themselves as I'm, I'm a horologist. This person speaks to the agents, calling them fallen stars and asking if the owl sent them. After denying knowing any birds, Reagan shows the horologist his watch and asks if they can fix it. The horologist immediately starts to disassemble Reagan's pocket watch as Reagan watches on in horror. This is all This is all, Fork him, him over. The horologist says they need the whole team's pocket watches to fix them, which brings up the issue that Jaeger shattered. However, the horologist states that unless an agent breaks their own pocket watch, no one else can. As they all explain what happened to Jaeger, the horologist lets them know that he's probably not dead. He's just somewhere else. Your friend might I need, need, help. Help. I need help. All the while, Jaeger wakes up floating in what seems to be an abyss. He feels things watching him from all around, but he can't see them. Then, suddenly, he is assaulted by light as he is pulled through what appears to be a different dimension world. It's, it's all unclear, but he does know one thing. He's falling. He plummets through a pink sky, only to slam into a cloud like breaking through the surface of water, as he's plunged into some primordial sea, and some sort of unknowingly large creature that opens an unending row of eyes, sees him. Jaeger scrambles up to break the surface of the water, but instead, he emerges out of sand, coughing it up as he climbs out into what appears to be a desert inhabited by strange, mummified creatures that endlessly spew this black-and-white speckled stand out of holes where their face should be. Staring out at the hordes of creatures, Jaeger smiles and begins firing at the monsters. Reagan, Rock, and Sam end their conversation with the horologist, asking them where they can find a portal to other worlds. They're directed to the back door, however, it's never been opened. When asked why, the horologist states... You you don't need to go through a door if you don't want to leave. After a small talk about what would happen when they leave the shop without a pocket watch, what an adventure adventure this will be. be. The horologist says that if the group can get Jaeger's pocket watch to them, they will fix it and return it to them. When the agents ask them how they can deliver Jaeger's pocket watch to them, the horologist says, Give it to the owl. 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 They'll make sure that that I get it. The group learns that... The owl that the horologist is talking about is, in fact, the blue-haired person that they have been running into on their journeys through all of these worlds. Rock opens the back door, looks back at the others, and steps out, falling into an abyss below. Watching Rock fall, Sam looks at Reagan and informs him, Before you step out of that, door, out of that door, I want to talk to you. Not now, but I am going I am to, talk, going to talk to you. And then, hops out the door. Reagan asks the horologist if they're sure that Jaeger is nowhere. After what Reagan considers to be a, a less than confident reply, he thanks them and jumps into the dark. A small voice says, Bye Reagan. Bye, Reagan, even though Reagan hadn't given the horologist his name. Rock awakens in a camp tent, Sam in a small meadow where a waterfall flows upward, and Reagan in a dark city. Jaeger, however, here's a sound he's never heard before. The click of an empty gun. He decides to run. Running from the horde. he spots a gigantic tree with someone sitting beneath it. A person with blue hair who's sitting, reading some kind of a book. A person who Jaeger, last watched, get eaten by a giant serpent. Immediately, Jaeger tries to defuse the situation, but Lily stops him and states that she knows everything and is stuck in the middle of nowhere. Because of you, you. Yeager surprisingly agrees and acknowledges what he and the others did, and attempts to explain himself. When the entity, the Owl, takes over the conversation, berating him and expressing a desire to speak to Sam. You clock tower agents are only sorry. Lily comes back into control after the speech. You deserve to be here. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeager agrees and says that she doesn't. Yeager vows to find a way to save Lily, to get her back to where she really belongs. But the owl tries to stop the vow from being as effective. However, Jaeger does something else. Jaeger spends a clock tower coin and makes the owl tell him how to escape. The owl says he just has to give Lily the pocket watch, give the owl the pocket watch. And with another coin, Jaeger discovers how to save Lily. The same way you get anywhere, by going through the door. When the owl recedes, Lily returns, and Jaeger asks them what he should do: stay here with Lily or go try and find a way to save them. Lily tells him to try, and Jaeger gives Lily his coat and his hat and a promise. I won't forget you. I will forget, forget you. And with that, Jaeger gives Lily his watch. Rock fought through a horrible war on their path. Sam walked through an etcher-like world, and Reagan watches every dark alley, every dark corner as he traverses this strange and horrible city. Lily takes the watch and says, I hope you will. And they all reappear in the clock tower, everyone together once again in a repaired room, a letter on the trophy case, and Rock says with a sigh, we need to talk. Rock's right, we need to talk. The agents sit together on the couch. Tension's high as a conversation begins. Sam, apologizing for missing out on the end of the mission in Duran, but the others stop them from taking any of the blame. "Well, I know well, that I came back. Came back. <laughs> <the mission laughs> of your Just like any we, we got you back. What? what? Lily was the, the thing we had to sacrifice. Jaeger cuts in then. To tell the others about his experience after shattering. About Lily. And how he has to find a way back to them. He has a rescue mission. Lily knows. Lily Is this all your decision? decision. just, Just threw them away. Sam, after everything is explained, is adamant that they save Lily as well. As they all work towards figuring out where this mysterious door is, they begin searching the clock tower itself. Going over the bookshelves and around the hourglass, up the staircase to the second level, until finally, Jaeger glances behind the wardrobe and spots a door frame. Reagan, with almost no help from the others, pulls the wardrobe away from the wall to reveal a door behind it, upon which, in what looks to be bloody fingernail grooves, is a carved message You must never open this door. All right, so I guess this, right, is, I is, I a guess this is a good door. <laughs> I. I think it's exactly the door. It doesn't, it says not to go in. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, I assume any door that leads to a safe from purgatory will be the door that says not to go in. When, would when would it have been? After a bit of back and forth between the team, they decide to open the door and find only darkness waiting them. A low hanging fog and the light sound of wailing wind. Together, they all move into the dark moving together, weapons ready. However, as soon as they cross the threshold, they immediately become blinded and deafened and die in a violent series of attacks before waking up on the couch, with the door yawning open from its place in the clock tower. After a couple more tries of going into the room, Jaeger sprints from the couch and runs into the room. Jaeger sprints into the 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 darkness. darkness. Sam is accompanied by illusions. Minor illusions, illusions. dancing lights, Lights. silent images. Rock runs in unarmed and gets clotheslined. Rock, rock puts their, sword, puts on their the ground, sword on the ground and sprints in. Eventually, after some other strange ideas I don't think we can get rid, of, like get rid of, like, our, our limbs. limbs. that don't actually come to pass, they finally decide to try and gain a bit more strength by doing more missions. Ask questions. Gain wisdom. You can't stop us forever. Stop us forever. Nothing does. After trying to close the door and finding out that it only does so when a mission has started, they start the next mission. The mirror lights up and a new portal, a new world, is waiting for them ahead. Thanks for listening to another Clock Tower Recap. All of you who are out there, who are fans of the show, I hope you know that we really appreciate you. I'd like to, as always, thank our producer, Who's at Music for doing all the music and FX for the show. And I'd like to thank Cal for doing the rough pass editing, or the dead air cuts, as we like to call it. And I'd like to thank Trent for writing this recap. All of us here at the Clock Tower are super proud of this show, and it means the world to us that so many people have said that they enjoy it. Thank you for being with us. We wouldn't have it any other way. Until next time, time's ticking. See you in the Clock Tower.